Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. to me saying it was seven it is six way to go episode number six of believe in gcu presented by believe podcast network the number one podcast for professionals number one podcast network based in the city of los angeles we are in phoenix for believe in gcu we believe in our teams do you believe i believe davis i believe our guest of honor here today as we all believe we all confirm that we believe here on the believe podcast network for believe in gcu we believe that our special guest of honor today Big baby, not so Glenn Davis Ford. Davis Ford Havoc here at GCU. Woo! Student. Sir. Intramural referee. That's correct. Do you want intramural athlete? He is well? a former summer collegiate baseball officiate. That's correct. And statistician. And statistician. Yes. Overachieve much? I try sometimes. I dabble. I okay. Dabble. Well, Davis is here to talk some uh, men's and women's basketball. Both had their home opener uh, <laughs> inside yeah, GCU did. Arena. That is correct. They did. That's right. And uh, they lost, right, men's? Yeah, men's basketball did lose yesterday. But women's won, right? That is yeah, correct. they did. Okay, so we have that, that yin-yang effect. So Thank we, we have bad news and we have good news. Yes. You want, what do you want to go with first? Um, you are the guest of honor. I guess we can start with the bad news. We always start with bad news, right? So let's start with the bad news. Uh, enough with this. Uh, like We got all of our good vibes out of the way. Let's <laughs> let's cut the business. We lost to Davenport. Yeah, we did. It, it was bad. They're a respectable D2 well, team, Well, it though. wasn't good. Yeah. It's not what you want. No. But when a, when a D2 team does come onto your home court and shoot 50% from three, it is kind of hard to beat them on any given night. They hit like five in a row at one point. Well, they couldn't defend the three, and we couldn't hit any of our shots. Yeah, the, that was the big difference in the game for me. Two we of went 19. Two of 19 from three, and they went 15 of 30. Well, can't win a basketball game doing that. No, no, you cannot, especially when half of that is off the pick and pop. Like, they just pick, pop, same guy from the logo. From anywhere behind the three-point line, he was knocking it down. I feel like regardless, yeah, we couldn't hit the three, but or we couldn't defend the three. Couldn't hit it either. Yeah. But at the same time, if we hit half of our shots, we're in that game oh, we till the very the end. 100%. We win the game probably. It's a yeah. close one, but we still win the game. Yeah. I mean, what did you say before we went on? Carlos Johnson had 22 points on 21 shots. Yeah. That's and 10 correct. rebounds. And Isaiah Brown almost had a double-double as well. He had 15, and so did Blackshear. And then the only other person that scored double digits was uh, Lorenzo Jenkins, who had 10. And he didn't even play for the last 11 minutes because he was hurt. Yeah, he did something to his ankle. Ankle Looked foot. like he rolled it. Something like that. So hopefully he's good to go Friday night. But Yeah, because we're going to need all the bigs we can get. Alessandro only had five points, and he only shot the ball five times, and we need Alessandro in, to In Alessandro's defense, I will say this. We could not make a post-entry pass to save our lives last no. night. No, they had they were prepared for him. Yeah. They, they defended him really well. And they just begged us to shoot, and we kept shooting. Which, and until we can – prove that we're a shooting team that will knock it down at least halfway consistently. That's the way people are going to guard us. That's, exa- that's exactly what San Diego State does to everybody. So on Wednesday next week when they go to San Diego State, if they don't hit 10 threes, that's going to be another ugly game. Yep. And, of course, we got Illinois on Friday. 
But Illinois like, almost lost yesterday. They were taken to overtime by – help me out. I forget the team. You know the I'll look it up right now. It was a mid-major. It was 78-71. That I know. I think it's Nichols State is who they played. Nichols is not a state, but that sounds correct. Yeah, that is correct because so I'm looking Nichols, at it. If Nichols State can force Illinois to overtime, I'm feeling pretty confident. And Nichols State was playing in Illinois' arena. At Illinois. That's a tough place to play. Yeah. Been there before. I feel like uh, the arena is pretty tough to play in here, I, some would say. Somebody some should have told say. Davenport that. Yeah. I mean, whenever there's not much to cheer about, it's hard to be a good atmosphere. Like, we're always going to bring the atmosphere. At least pregame. Yeah. You pre-game, know pregame's going to be lit. Yeah, pregame is always good. During timeouts and stuff, we're always bringing some energy. But, like, if the basketball guys can't feed off that energy, it's hard to play and hard to cheer for. Not only did they not hit their shots from outside the mark, there were a few moments in that game where Davenport just drove in the paint, and it was just too easy. Yeah. Way too easy. And that's down the stretch, we started having to emphasize protecting from the three on that pick and pop, and that's when the guards just started taking to the basket and getting easy layups. It just it's hard to guard basketball when you're so worried There's about one thing. No communication. You. No yeah. communication on the defense. Communication bed, is, is key. It's the only way you can play defense is if all five guys are communicating. And, you know, you go back, look at it in film, work on it for the next two days, work on it and shoot around on Friday morning. You can only do so much, you know. Coach can only put in so many things and tell them so many different ways. <laughs> do this. But it ultimately comes down to the five guys on the floor. And, of course, we have both confirmed now, Jalen Fisher and Oscar Fryer. 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 You said that yesterday. Yeah. I always get names wrong, all right? It's true. He does. All the time. He and knows. he's a commentator. As long as he gets it right when it counts. <laughs> we don't, you don't commentate men's basketball. You still know. Be a fan. It's okay. Well, they're ineligible. That's the most important thing. Tell the semester. Hopefully something changes. That came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. That official statement came out yesterday, first semester. Well, hopefully when Mikey Dixon's back, so is Oscar Frayer. That would be ideal. So not a good start for men's basketball. That, that's the bad news. Davis, tell me some good news. The women's basketball team is 1-0. and that, that is very good news, Davis. Fantastic. News. That is extremely good news. And where the men's team failed at the three-point line, the women's team shot 6-10 from three yesterday. Yeah, they did. Quarter game. What was that, a 19-point win? Over uh, Benedictine? That is correct. The Benedictine Red Hawks? From May 10th. And the big, the big quarter for them was the second quarter. They only gave up eight points to Benedictine. That was definitely the turn. That was the turn. And then just kept cruising. And they did all that without Deja Daniel for most of the second quarter because she played the entire first. So Coach Powell sat her down for seven minutes in the second quarter. And the Lopes, you know, that's nice is when you can play without your center for the majority of a quarter. Because yeah. they, they only have, like, eight, nine players available right now because of injuries. They had 11 play yesterday. They had 11 play? Mm-hmm. Oh, six on the bench and five on – yeah. Yep. That's right. So they have 11 available, plus four more that are on the bench. Yep. 11 players played at least eight minutes for the women's team yesterday. And how many did you say uh, got points off the bench? All of them. Everybody scored. Everybody scored. And the bench scored 35 points, I believe. Is yeah, what that's I read. what I'm saying. And the starters scored 37. Can't confirm they did score 35 off the bench. Man. So much good news, Davis. Yes. Jada Holland, the freshman debut, 18 points. The, just the big numbers to look for are turnovers, though. As this first one, you're always going to have a lot. But still, 23 is a 23 huge is number. a lot. In 40 minutes of basketball, it's almost a turnover every two minutes. It's not more than that. 
there was a couple of stretches where both sides just turnover after turnover. But, you know, cut down on the turnovers and get that kind of production pretty much every night. You're, Keep the takeaways up, too. We're going to be in business. Yep. We could have dangerous squad is what I would call it. Dark horse. You think they'll be dangerous on Friday? 0-3 lifetime against North Dakota. I've only oh, played yeah, them three times. The they're picking up their first win against North Dakota. Mark my words. Is that a prediction or it a spoiler? Is, it's a promise. What is, what is this promise again? Sorry. We will beat North Dakota on Friday at noon. Be bold. Stand out. But I feel like a promise is way more uh, serious than a prediction or a spoiler. Like a prediction, you could get away with being wrong. I don't think anybody really cares. A spoiler, it's like, oh, all right, you already know what's going to happen. You're kind of an idiot if you don't, if it doesn't come true. But a promise, you can't break a promise. What film do you have on North Dakota that I haven't yeah. seen, Kyle? I haven't seen any film on <laughs> North Dakota, Davis. Have you? I have not. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Zero and three lifetime last loss coming fifty-seven to fifty-one, see, March seventeenth, twenty sixteen. It was close. It was. And then we got Southern Utah on November fourteenth. Stars in the stands night here at GC Arena. What? Not exactly sure what that means, but I support it. They're gonna put like little glow stick stars in the stands, and we turn out the lights. You can just see all the green glow lights. That's legit. I honestly don't know. I was just kind of guessing. You're a havoc, though. Yeah, you, minds. you have connections. Come on. Yeah. We don't talk about the connections. This is the Believe podcast. Can't be giving up all my sources right away. Yeah, we get too many listeners. You're right. You're right. But a 19-point win for women's basketball. Men's fall short against Davenport. They looked rebound against Illinois Friday night. They got a rebound, too. Friday afternoon, women's basketball takes on North Dakota. You could catch it out, or you could catch all that action on GCU TV. Whack Digital Network. Fox 10. Plus. Extra. Fox extra. 10 Extra. Extra. Fox I always extra. say plus. You gotta get that extra. Right. Read all about it. I always say Because you used to Fox Sports Arizona Plus. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. ESPN Plus. Women's soccer plays tonight? Yeah, they do. 8 o'clock. Phoenix time. Mountain time. Whatever. We play 8 o'clock Mountain time tonight? Yeah. Because it's so a late. 7 o'clock Seattle time. Oh, we're on the road. They're up at, Well, they're playing Kansas City because it's whack tournament. Six seed upset. We've been the six seed before. We One, did win last year, didn't we? No, last year they were the four seed, I believe. It was two years ago then. Two years when we hosted the tournament, we were the six seed. Beat UTRGV and then almost beat Utah Valley. That is correct. Should have beat Utah Valley. What a terrible call that was two years ago. It sounded a little uh, salty over there. We, we could have made the championship oh. game. I'm just saying. Also, if we win tonight, which I think... It'll be a good game tonight against Kansas City. Already beating them once, 2 nothing. Shout out Cameron Larson and Danny Babb. They get rematched with Utah Valley if they win tonight. Could happen. You got to believe. Do you believe? I believe that Danny Babb is going to score at least once tonight. Is that a prediction or a spoiler or a promise? <laughs> uh, prediction. Good. Show us how confident you are in that prediction. My predictions have never been wrong before. I just hope it's, it's true. Like I He's been spot on with his predictions over the past few him. episodes. Like Spot on. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of hope it's a good game for us. No, like, all too much about women's soccer. but Well, up and down season. Turned around once conference play started. Got three wins out of eight. Danny Babb went on a tirade. She went on a tear for a while. And, of course, she was just named WAC all-freshman team along with Lauren Garthwaite, while Lauren Garthwaite was also named to the WAC all-first team. So, Lauren Garthwaite... Be very afraid of her if you're Kansas City. You've already been shut out once. Or was that a 2 nothing? win? a 2 nothing victory two nothing for us, win? yeah. Here at the GCU Soccer Stadium. On GCU TV. If you want to check out that replay, head over to YouTube.com. Slash GCU. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Kyle was on the call for that Ring one. He that the Danny Babb first collegiate goal. 
Yeah, was off the crossbar and in. Wow, we've had a couple of those this year. We've seen two yeah. from the men and two from the women. Bar down, baby. Uh, speaking of men's, they uh, have their final home game on Saturday. Senior night. It's UNLV. Running Rebs. It's uh, more of a feel-good night because it doesn't look like we're going to the WAC tournament this year. No, there will be a new WAC champion, but we are the champs to win champs no more. That's right. It's the one positive you could take away from this. That's correct. Y you can't win the WAC championship every year, fellas. you got to let someone well, else yeah. win. It's only fair. Somebody tell that to New Mexico. It was a class act. Somebody let New Mexico State in on that memo. Well, they're a little selfish. Well, yeah, come on, guys. That's beside the point. We'll get to that yeah. in March. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you ever been to Las Cruces? I mean, just selfish, selfish people. I have not. I refuse to go. Not missing out on much. Davis went last year, didn't you? It went the last two years. The last two years. <laughs> Fun times last year, huh? Exciting times last Exciting. year. Exciting. Johnny yeah. McCants. We're not going to talk about it yet. There's a hint at one of our shows in February. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, we'll come full circle in three months. But men's soccer, I feel like, had a promising year this year. They got off to a hot start. Injuries really derailed. Yeah. Offensively. Honestly, yeah. this was probably a rebuild year after the transfer of Drac. So Drac left, Malik Smith left, and so did um, Musa Morris. They're all so at, they're both at Liberty. Or not not Musa. Is it Musa? There's two guys at Liberty. Well, I know it's not Josh Drac. Josh Drack is at Denver. That is correct. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's, it's kind of a rebuild year for men's soccer. So, but still, they played like really, really, really well defensively, like all year long. And again, you mentioned the injuries. Pombos went down. Burt Wilton went down for a few games. Tosh is still down. Tosh is still down with a hamstring injury. I mean, that's we, we talked to Shellis over Marco the course Alfonso's of the year a few times. Been out all year. Yeah, he said like these guys are the key factors in their offensive play, and which is why we've had to park the bus so much this year. Yeah, which doesn't help George at all. But George is still very, very good. George is amazing. Somebody get that man a steak dinner. He deserves it. I talked to him a little bit before a game a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, you get ten kills tonight. I'll say that on the air. Somebody get this man a steak dinner. Ten He's like, I'll buy you a steak dinner if we win the NCAA title this year. I'm like, well, those are uh, ten kills, huh? See, I say that too, and he's right. He's always there to correct me. You're welcome. Kyle's always on that stuff. Gotta Even during prepared. intramural season, he always does it. Even if he's not on the broadcast, my phone rings. Yeah, hey. Set, I would saves. never do that to you. No. If anything, Davis would tap me on the shoulder and mouth it to me. That's correct. I have done that twice. Kyle will hold down my cough button until I get it right. 100%. That's not true. He will true. sabotage my broadcast. That's not true, and you know it. I've seen him do it before. You've never been winks. in the booth. I've, um, I sit behind you guys at volleyball games. What do you mean? Oh, whatever. Cheering us on like a good little havoc. Shout out to Box. Box. How'd you guys Box. do in intramural sports? We could talk about intramural sports on this podcast. GCU intramurals. How did the season turn out for um, Box? So we ended up losing in the semifinals by seven. It's for a failure. Football. It's not a failure. Uh, we ended up losing to the eventual runner-ups who lost by one point in the championship. And then that team that won it all added a few players and went to Colorado for a tournament two weekends ago. And took second. They lost to Air Force by one in the Nursa Regional in 20-degree weather for flag football. So it was a good tournament for them. Shit. Yeah, it was a good tournament for them. Yeah, but you came up short. You had a good season. You want to give any shout-outs to anybody um, on the team? Just shout-outs to the whole Box fam. Box. Like, just. Box. Box. Tons box. of fun. Box. 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 Box clap. Box. Box. So how many uh, how many of our fellow Havocs are uh, um, on, on box? I know Andre Fitz. That's correct. Fitzy. Good old Fitzy. Fitzy, um, Paul. Paul Hatcher. Bobby yeah. Buckets. Bobby. They're, we had basketball managers on our team. We have band members on our team to cover all the bases. It's an all-inclusive From the Thundering band. Herd pep band? That is correct. 
under the, the direction of the professor, Dr. Paul Cook. And his associate, Kevin Bach. That is Jack correct, really yeah. likes his associate. <laughs> I yeah. think Kevin Bach's gone, actually. I honestly couldn't tell you. I know um, Nate Swift, shout out Nate, on the tuba. The tuba, what an instrument. Yep. The tuba. You, if you go to any basketball games at GCU, you will see him on the screen at least three times a game dancing. It's true. It's not a prediction. That is a It's promise. a spoiler. <laughs> you know, uh, you'll, you probably saw him a lot during the women's volleyball season. Women's volleyball, arguably having the best season one in the program's history. win away from tying the GCU Division One win record. What are they, 20 and 4? 21 and 4. See, there he era. is again. You asked that. What would I do without you? You asked that time. All my credibility. Out the window. Not out the window. You're, you're right there to close the window for me. Get me under control. They actually are 20 and 4. Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh, Then 21 is the record. Uh, 21 is the record. So, You're lucky Davis was here. so I feel like the entire season has mounted up to this weekend, a very tough weekend against UTRGV and then New Mexico State. And then Cal Baptist on Monday. And then Cal Baptist on Monday. It's a, it's a tough stretch. Next Saturday. It's a tough stretch. At least they're all at home this time. UTRGV, winnable game. You got to be on your A game. New Mexico State, just be we competitive. Beaten those three teams except for New Mexico State. I think we're 1 in 15 lifetime against New Mexico State. I think that's what I read. In all sports? No, in uh, women's volleyball. Oh. Yeah, that sounds about right, honestly. And they're undefeated this year. Well, maybe not after. We haven't day. given up a set victory since October 26th, though, so that's knock something. Knock on it. That right there. Knock on that. There you go. That's oh, yeah. Just, it's a hot team right now. They're just That's an understatement. Out. They're playing out of their minds. Coming off two sweeps last weekend on the road. Yeah. Six-game winning streak. Yeah. They just grind games out. It's incredible to see them because even the Utah Valley game on Saturday, they were I think they were down in every set of the match, and they came back and won. Like, it's just incredible to see how they just were able to come back and keep grinding out the game. Got to find ways to win. Yep. And, and they then, do. Yeah, they do. And I was watching the uh, Chalk Talk with Tim on Instagram. Chalk Talk every Tuesday. That's Love correct. it. Um, and Tim said that the goal was 19 points earned just by their team alone because we want to be able to have a good situation if the other team makes six errors. What's uh, your favorite sport to go to? Is it women's volleyball as a Havoc? Um, probably men's basketball. I know it's been a very up and down four years for men's basketball, but just the atmosphere that we have there and just the community of the Havocs for men's basketball and to see how it's grown in the last four years is super cool. Do you have any uh, cool, interesting, weird Havoc stories that are appropriate for Believe in GCU? <laughs> um, so my buddies and I, freshman year when Louisville came here. Oh, um, uh, here we go. <laughs> arguably the most exciting game on this campus the last four years. Um, Probably. Yeah, that was our first game that my friends and I ever went to together. And we decided to make a sign saying, where's Lamar Jackson? Because that was the year Lamar Jackson went off on his, the, just put his name on the map. And after the game, we took a picture on the court, walked out, and we were walking around the Grove for an hour asking people if they knew where Lamar was. Like, we went into the Juniper Lope shop and asked the lady at the counter if she'd seen Lamar. Like, just asking random people. And I think two people understood where we were going with that. That's funny. Yeah. Good times. I have tons more stories, but I'll save that if I ever come back on. I think we had time for one more. Story yeah. time with the Davis story Ford. Time. Yeah. <laughs> um, this year... During free throws now. Um, I don't know if we're doing it anymore. But the first two games, we have been saying Howie Kendrick before we shoot every free throw. 
Shout out to the world champs. We made our first free uh, throw. See what you did? You opened it up for DC Sports. You set it up. Um, before we made our first free throw of the exhibition game, Howie Kendrick came up and hit the home run. So we think it's good luck. So we've just been saying Howie Kendrick before every free throw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shout out DC I Sports. I believe Howie Kendrick is good luck. Yeah, Washington Nationals World right. Series champs. Woo! Look. My shirt's on the way. Congrats. Hopefully the mail center doesn't lose it. You're from Maryland. Yeah, the mail center. You never really have a good experience over there. Actually, I have never had a negative experience with the mail center, so I'm um, I'm good actually. Shout out GCU Mail Center. Yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting for clothes that I ordered back in August. Jack's a little salty about it. I can tell. It's been three months. Maybe you should go over there and check. They do every time I go over there. They tell me to check my email, and I check my email. Nobody responds. Did you check to me. your spam folder. I always check my spam folder. Okay. <laughs> But regardless, women's volleyball back home this weekend, UTRG. Four straight. New Mexico State looking for wins seven and eight consecutively, going for that eight-game win streak. Then they play, uh, would you say, California Baptist. California and Baptist. Bakersfield then Bakersfield. Then Bakersfield. Woo! And like you mentioned last week on the show, Kyle, this is the uh, this is the bar for women's volleyball. This is the measuring stick this season. We need to, we need to be able to beat UTRGV handily. And then we got we have to hang with New Mexico State. New Mexico State's gonna go five. It, it has to go five. We got swept last time, correct? I believe in so. Las Cruces we got swept, but I think that that's just gonna be a really good match, regardless of the outcome, whether it be us and five, them and five, us and three, whatever it is. It's gonna be at least three quality sets. And then of course men's basketball Friday night against Illinois, looking to bounce back. It was a tough one last night. You got a lot of. Big names in the crowd. Jerry Colangelo, obviously. We had Diamondbacks manager Tori Lovello in attendance last night. Cardinals cornerback Byron Murphy was there Byron as well. Murphy was there. It's weird. They got it wrong on the broadcast the first time. They showed they showed uh, Byron Murphy, but it wasn't him. Yeah, it definitely was not Byron Murphy. That guy was like 40 him. years old. I'm like, <laughs> that's not Byron Murphy. Yeah, and he looked like – Scott. I think Scott commented on the fact that that guy looked like a linebacker. He looked nothing like a corner. <laughs> and, uh, Scott uh, Williams. In – Friday, you could check the game out on was Box 10 Extra. Woo! Box 10 Extra, Barry Butel, Scott Williams. Yes, sir. Kate Longworth. Kate Longworth. Can't forget about Kate Longworth. Women's basketball Friday. They're taking on North Dakota at noon on GCU TV and the WAC Digital Network. And Kyle, just because I let Davis tell some Havoc stories, you're a Havoc as well, not to sell you short. Do you have have any cool stories? I don't. No? I don't. Because Kyle tries to coach him from the stands. He's a boring Havoc. Nothing. You're not even going to stand up nope. for yourself? Nope. <laughs> I'm just He's boring. He boring hates, Havoc. You hate Kyle Borg. <laughs> Exciting I Havoc. I just like basketball too Davis much. To oh, so now you're challenging my basketball. Uh, yes. All right. So that'll... Talk uh, about this off air. <laughs> <laughs> that'll wrap up episode six. Not seven. Seven. It is episode six. Here on Believe in GCU presented by Believe Podcast Network, number one podcast network for professionals and the number one podcast network based in the city of Los Angeles. Remember, if you want to sponsor our show, contact our talent manager at Believe.com. From everybody here at Believe in GCU, I almost said GCU TV, but Believe in GCU alongside Kyle Borg and big baby not-so-Glenn Davis Ford. I'm Jack O'Hara saying have a great rest of your week. And as always, go Lopes. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening. And good night. Signed, sealed, and delivered.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.